Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. There's magic in the air this <laughs> evening, magic in the air. The world is at her best, you know, when people love and care. The promise of excitement is one the night will keep. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Kermit, you goddamn bastard, I'll always love you! <laughs> Welcome to page seven, guys! <laughs> I was not expecting you to choose the kind of chillest of the Muppet Christmas Carol songs rather than, you know, even the vegetables don't like him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> there goes Mr. Humbug! There goes Mr. Cringe! Oh man, if they gave a prize for being mean, the winner would be him. <laughs> ah, that, those Muppets! I'm singing the Muppet Christmas Carol this morning, this afternoon. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. My name is Molly Neffel. I'm Marcus Sparks. Yeah, I was feeling a little downtrodden Kermit today. Um, I'm go- we are gearing up because we are doing a sibling sing-along to Muppet Christmas Carol next Thursday for our $10 and up patrons. And um, I don't want to watch it until then, but I'm getting really excited. And I've got my playlist that's called Suck My Christmas <laughs> on um, Spotify. And it came up and it got me very, very happy. But then old, same old Lang Syne started playing and then I got really sad. Do you know the absolute worst, only bad song from Up at Christmas Carol, which I always fast forwarded through as a child and still fast forward through as an adult, is the one, the love song between What's Her Nuts and uh, Young Ebenezer Scrooge. The love Molly Neffle. Molly Neffle. How dare you? We've yelled about this before on this. Haven't we? Uh, probably. When I, love is gone. When love is when gone. When love is gone. Thank you. The love we found comes at the end. When, it's the reprise. Because, oh, how do you. See, that's. Guys, <laughs> you I explain get, what a reprise is to me? <laughs> I get mad about this every year because on the DVD version of The Muppet Christmas Carol, they took the song off. That's because they know what the people want. I was so ready last year. I was like, I had my fast forward and finger ready. I was like, I can't wait to fast forward through this bullshit. And then it was not there. And I was like, oh, somebody knows that children don't want a fucking six minute song between this lady who we never hear from again who's like, and when Ebenezer's like, I love you, Belle. And she's like, you did once. And then <laughs> oh, they I love sing you, Belle. forever and ever and ever. And it's so boring. 
I can't believe you have no heart. <laughs> I have been crying at that scene ever since I was a little girl. Uh, it affects me. How are you supposed to know the change of Scrooge? I can get it in 30 seconds. I don't need that song. I'll, I'm fine with the scene. I watch the scene. He's a dick. He is closed off in his heart. I get it. But I do not need that song. That song. There is no Muppets in that scene. That's the problem. <laughs> there, there is no. If there was a Muppet in that scene, it would be. Why couldn't he have just been in love? Why couldn't Belle have been a Muppet? I think that that would have been. I feel that maybe that would have been weird. It could have been Janet or something. You know. Uh, actually, uh, when love is gone, actually, it has its own Wikipedia heading. Uh, it was deleted from the original 1992 theatrical edition uh, by Jeffrey Katzenberg of Walt Disney, who believed that the scene would not appeal to young children. Correct. <laughs> Jeffrey Katzenberg was correct. But then, what about? Why can't? Children feel at least in that way. What about little women, Molly? I also what, what are children not supposed to feel? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I think that children are supposed to feel. I just think like, like long, drawn out, like complicated. It's not you, it's me. This relationship just isn't working. Songs. It's like way over our heads as children. You know, it should teach you from a young age that you shouldn't choose money over love. I, Although I definitely would in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> if, if you had to make me choose, I know what I'm going to choose. I got but, that. But, you know, it's different back then. I got that from the Marley Brothers songs. I get it from the whole film. I just don't need... It, no scene should be that... There should not be a, more than a four-minute stretch where a Muppet isn't present in a Muppet movie. That's, uh, where my, that's where I stand. All right, Jack, here's how you see it. It's on the 2002 and 2005 DVD releases, but only if you watch the full-screen version. The full-screen version, which... You at know. the same time, I want to see, I don't want the full screen version because I want to be able to see everything in the background. Well, I guess you're not going to get what you fucking want. <laughs> well, you know what I do, though, is that I've beaten the system, is I watch the other version of it, and then I pause it, and I watch the YouTube video, wow. and then I go back to the movie. Wow, <laughs> you and I are opposites. You and I am sitting here ready to fast forward it when it's not even in the version I'm watching, and you have another screen with it loaded up. I really did. I did take umbrage against the fact that the way he said it, I love you, Belle. <laughs> and that always bothered me because, it, you know what? They both have very weird nostrils in the scene. Yeah, and also he's a dick. I mean, he's a dick, dick, dick. I'm not sympathetic to him at all in that scene. Like, like it doesn't, that scene doesn't garner, you know, Scrooge is a complex character. Like, it does. But Molly, a part of being in a relationship is what you don't show to other people. You know, what if what's he like when they were alone? I guess they were alone. <laughs> they were alone. There were no Muppets <laughs> there. That's not true because fucking Rizzo and Gonzo were off to the side and they were crying. Yes. I mean, yeah, but Gonzo and Rizzo don't have, I think, a lot of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. May I direct you to a little love story called Gonzo and Camille? Yeah, again, Gonzo loves a chicken who cannot speak English. And I'm not saying that have shows to- even more emotional intelligence because Gonzo's love is not limited to just verbal conversation. He feels yes. love on a deeper level. Like the plot line of um, uh, 
Colin Firth and that Portuguese woman in Love Actually. Yeah. Also based on a relationship that doesn't involve speaking a mutual language, which I'm sure is possible and fine. And it's kind of. Yeah, they speak the language of love. Molly. Absolutely. It's Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm not the only one who thinks something weird is going on with Gonzo and Camilla, okay? We're not certain that she is more than a chicken like, like in other words it's like a goofy and pluto situation you know what i mean like pluto's a dog and goofy is like uh you know more than a dog i think but that, i feel like it's an evolution thing where it's like i would fuck goofy but i wouldn't fuck pluto exactly that's what i'm saying what i'm saying is camilla is the pluto of the muppet universe she's not like a functioning human Muppet chicken. I will give you if I if given the you know did the decision whether you have sex with Camilla the chicken or like Rockadoodle, I'm a fuck Rockadoodle. Yeah, but also uh. because I liked his confidence. At the same time, the chicken also has confidence. Like Big Bird is a much more evolved bird. <laughs> you know, than Camilla. Are you gonna bed Big Bird? <laughs> I would feel better about it than Camilla because. No, that's not true because Big Bird is in the realm of Sesame Street is a is not is an a adult. child is a child. But I'm saying that as looking at the 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 I'm saying Camilla is a chicken. Well, Camilla owns a home, a gazebo like house called Camilla's place. But sh- there's just a nest in the middle of an empty floor, and that's it. So it could just be a structure that Go- Gonzo placed Camilla in in order to keep to tell her apart from the other chickens, because apparently, uh, in Muppet lore, uh, Gonzo loves Camilla, but sometimes chases after other chickens because he's not always sure which chicken is which. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> which could be helped. Yeah, if- I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. One, one starts a clucking, and you start a kissing. Yeah. Whereas if Camilla was like an evolved Muppet, like how Kermit is a frog, but not just a frog. He's like obviously like a sentient being. Uh-huh. I'm not convinced that Camilla is more of a sentient being than any regular old chicken. Well, they sing songs. I mean, they are involved in dance numbers. They can at the very least <laughs> take direction. So she can dance. She's a, she's, her level of sentience is debatable because she can do choreographed dance. <laughs> yeah, choreographed chickens. But you know what I mean about Goofy and Pluto? They're obviously two different essential species of dogs. Yes. Camilla is a Muppet and she's a chicken, but is she like the same as Gonzo? I'm not sure. Well, Gonzo is a weirdo. That's his actual, that's what what his um, classification is. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not talking about, it's hard. I don't know what word to use because we're not talking about the species that they are because Kermit's a frog. That doesn't make him more of a, but Kermit. Has a different. Are you level. Muppet racist? I'm not, <laughs> I, no one would. Uh, whatever the equivalent of Pluto and Goofy, I'm really like, coming I back to this. Why is Goofy talking, hanging out with his friends, having a whole independent life, while Pluto is just a dog? Well, possibly it's a kind of a primate type of thing, where you know, like we walk and we talk and we have a good time, but then you know, there's still chimpanzees around. Yeah. So maybe that's their evolutionary hierarchy. Is that that I think possibly Goofy-like beings have a share common ancestor with mm. Pluto, but on the evolutionary tree, Goofy, you know, wears clothes while Pluto 
does not. Yeah, and so if Minnie was like fucking Pluto, people would be like, you're fucking a dog, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, that's rough. Yeah. But if Minnie was fucking Goofy, it would be normal. That's a rough one. But is Goofy a dog? Yes. Is Goofy, yeah, Goofy is a dog, just as, you know, we are primates. Yeah. Ah. And, and you know, so if Minnie was dating Goofy, that would be like, oh yeah, date a peer of yours. But if yeah. she was dating Pluto, they'd be like, Minnie, that's a dog. That's bestiality. And and I think that something, that's what I'm saying that is, is going on with Camilla. I think that it would be like if one of us was dating a chimp, we would be like, well, that's just not quite right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I feel like that there's a big difference between the sensualities of the Disney realm versus the Muppet realm. Mm. I feel like all, because it's like Mickey and Minnie are together, but like they ain't bopping. I feel like they're more like roommates, mm. you know, and just like, like a relationship that's been together for a really long time that at this point, essentially, it's like, I've been to Disney. I know that they've got Mickey's house and then they also have Minnie's house. Bitches don't even live together. So I feel like they like to keep them separate to save the loins of children and the thoughts of children. But then the Muppets are a lot more sexual. But we know from Goof Troop that Goofy has had sex because he had a son. Uh-huh. But maybe it's like a like a Virgin Mary type situation. <laughs> maybe he just like Goofy came Jesus. on top of another dog <laughs> or a rat. Like what is his kid? I don't know. You can't say they're asexual if they got children. Yeah. And but you're right. The Muppets are very sexual. This was kind of you know this is you know obviously Miss Piggy is horny. Very sexual and beings. Yeah. Gonzo's horny. Yeah. He's obviously yeah. chased and after he's fu- he's so horny he's fucking chickens he doesn't even know our Camilla. But he's specifically attracted to only chickens. Yeah, but that doesn't make him not horny. Yeah, well I know, but I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. and I mean, it does make him horny, but he is uh, specifically horny. Yeah, he's horny for chickens, mm-hmm. and I I say God bless it. <laughs> I mean, Rizzo's also horny as hell. Remember Muppets Take Manhattan? Rizzo was looking to bang all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rizzo. He's like, I got all these brothers and sisters. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, of course Rizzo's going bang. Yeah, Rizzo's a bit of a dog himself. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. No, he's a rat. <laughs> Come on, guys. Who's ready for it? Jackie's here. <laughs> this is why, as is an important topic that we have to discuss today, jokes like that are what you can expect when Jackie and I take over for Kathy Lee Griffin <laughs> and Hoda Kotby in the oh newly God. open 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time slot on the Today Show. This is our beginning. I think I need to put Hot Dog Ambassador down for a moment because I've been working round the clock. I've got all my campaign managers going. I've got posters being made. I've got uh, website pages being made. And I'm ready for it. But I think that Molly and I should take over Kathy Lee Gifford and Hoda's spot. I know Hoda's not stepping down, but... That would be like taking a Rizzo and not taking a Gonzo. Because Hoda's already, Hoda took over for the earlier part of the morning. You know, the Today Show is like this epic stretch of expanse of time every morning. And so Hoda's already took over for Matt Lauer for the 8 a.m. block. So she's good. I'm not trying to oust Hoda. It's her mountain, you know, but if it's not going to be her and Kathy Lee getting drunk, it's got to be two other people getting drunk. And, And who better but you and I? Yeah, man, I am totally ready to take... I mean, I don't want to move back to New York. But technically, Kathy Lee Gifford lives most of the time in Nashville. So if she can do it, I can do it. And someone just slumps her drunk on a plane, jets her to set, and then jets her right back. Yeah, I mean, you'd be done with the workday by noon. And drunk as a skunk. Oh, my God. We we have to get on it. 
It's weird that she uh, she said that she uh, she wasn't going to stay for eleven years. So Kathy Lee Gifford is retiring um, from uh, just I guess daytime television in general, and she stayed for eleven years. She said it's because she fell in love with a beautiful Egyptian goddess. Which you know what made me love her even more that that's how she referred to Hoda as. But I also don't know if she's allowed to refer to Hoda as the, as such. <laughs> her and Hoda's relationship is, I think. I think I'm going to say that it's actually very endearing and charming, although I, as I often do with television friendships, I like to watch and assume that they want to murder each other off camera, but they actually do seem to like very sincerely love each other. I really think that they do. And how is she going to, do you think that she's going to continue looking like Skeletor the way Madonna is? Now that she's not going to be on daytime talk show? Well, you know, she's been doing Hallmark movies. I told you about that movie, Godwinks. Mm. I have God to Winks? watch. God Oh, Marcus. Winks. Oh, I my God. Th- this I think I missed Godwinks. This is when you were gone. Like God- Godly Winks? Like, uh, <laughs> like no. if, if a coincidence happens and that coincidence leads you to like fall in love with somebody, like your flight's canceled and then because of that coincidence you fall in love with somebody, that's God. Winking. Winking. God it's winks. him winking. It's him. It's mm. he or she winking. Thank you very much. He or she. And Kathy Lee Gifford is there. And her character also has a dead husband, which hit a little bit too close to home to me because she's very sad about her husband, Frank Gifford, not being alive anymore. And I know that because she did some infomercial about going to. Israel and the promised land and finding God. Anyway, that was something I saw in the waiting room at the doctor's office. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But she did, uh, she seems to have pivoted to Hallmark is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. A Godwink Christmas. Yeah, Yeah. Godwink Christmas. Uh, And it's a book, so I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm going to read the book, guys. Did you meet an old lover at the grocery store? Was the snow falling on Christmas Eve? Did you drink a toast to innocence? Did you drink a toast to time? Yes, I am stuck in the lyrics of Same Old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg. And no, it doesn't make the holidays any easier. But you know what does? Let's get trip effed and not make a Christmas almost mistake with an old lover. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box delivered four times a year with full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box. Every box is guaranteed to have at least $200 in retail value. Knowing that you are giving or receiving a triple effort in your mail will really help you with the true heartbreak of thinking about what could have been during the holiday season. Is this getting dark? you damn right. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I am looking for a Christmas cream dream this holiday season, and I ain't talking about no Santa baby flirt cruising for Christmas toys. My handsome guy sat and watched patiently as I barreled through opening my winter triple effer with pure, unadulterated delight. Even though my face is giving way to Cragtown USA, I still never have any idea of what kind of lotions and skincare I need to keep it high and tight so my goth daddy doesn't same old lang sign my ass while I'm gone for Christmas. Dude, I have been living for the skincare products in my triple effers. And since there are no sample sizes of anything, only full-size products, my cream dreams last for months. 
My new fave is the Anthropology Sea Whip Body Cream in Coconut Sugar. I swear, I huffed at it for way too long, and I'm obsessed with smelling like it. Sea Whip, me baby, ready to be mermaid. Okay, bye. Honestly, there are so many people in my life that are under the I don't know what the hell to get them category of my holiday shopping. That fit fun really fits the bill for gift giving. Everybody wants to be smooth. Everybody wants fun new things for the house, and it helps you discover new brands and products. Now that's something worth not destroying my family and livelihood by getting lost in the drunk haze of an old holiday flame. She said she married her an architect that kept her warm and safe and dry. She would have liked to say she loved the man, but she didn't like to lie. Man, this woman really needed a FabFitFun box. Sign up for FabFitFun today. FabFitFun boxes are amazing and always sell out. Use my code PAGE7 to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code PAGE7 to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my code PAGE7 to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Oh my God, Molly, every time I look at you, Molly, I'm sorry, I don't mean to pause the conversation, but Molly is drinking a huge Smirnoff ice right now. <laughs> I needed some Christmas cheer in my life. I got zero Christmas cheer. Something's wrong with me. I am. I think I'm the subject of my own Hallmark hell where I feel no festivity at all, and I thought, what better way to get into the wintry holiday season than with an ice? I can kick you into some ice, Yeah. <laughs> I look. Wait, did you get iced or did you just purchase this? Because I think that's illegal to do. I iced myself. <laughs> I was looking for like a like a holiday themed orita, like a cranberita or like a cinnamon rita or something, mm. like a ho- five spice rita. But uh, it, was just, it was just all the normal. Give me a thick rita. <laughs> yeah, oh, give me baby. the thickest rita you got. Like a nog rita. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and there was no festive drinks, holiday drinks in cans. And, and I wanted something festive and so I thought ice was about as festive as I could get and I have not ever had not, that's not true I have had an ice but I have not had an ice since the ice craze of 2010 and I don't even think I got ice then I think I iced myself <laughs> I think I'm just like desperate I've been, I mean I'm still I've only still gotten iced just the once I just want to be iced yeah I'll, all I want is to be iced it's like when I was a kid and I desperately wanted a nickname and I would come up with these nicknames and be like call me this and people would be like no oh what was your nickname I don't even I, I, I definitely try to get people to call me MJ for a while it's not bad it's not even that bad but yeah. I would I, I mean, I don't even know what else I would come up with. Just horrible nicknames from the mind of like an eight-year-old. And people would be like, I'm not going to do that. And uh-huh. I just kept trying and it never worked. And that's how I am with icing. I'm like, somebody ice me. Nobody wants to ice me. Marcus, <laughs> did you have a nickname? Uh, yeah, Little M. Li- was it Lil M? Yeah. Like Lil Abner? Yeah, L- Little M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, Little Marcus, but also stood uh, for uh, Little Masturbator because I had a <laughs> compulsive <laughs> masturbation problem. Uh, <laughs> I was about like 12, 13, and it first started to, uh, you know, really pop up into the uh, the high marks there. How uh, did other people know? Oh, yeah, it was pretty obvious uh, <laughs> what I was doing in the bathroom 
a lot for long periods of time. Yeah. Yeah, so that uh, yeah, was, yeah, with just a bunch of lotion and a bunch of tissues just being like, "Don't worry about me, I'm fine." Yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, that was def- that was bestowed upon me by my oldest brother. Was little M, yeah. How did you oh, feel about it? Oh, at least it was your it? brother and not your parents calling you that. No. No. <laughs> oh, my little masturbating. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was fine with it. I got I had to get used to it and he still calls me little M to this day. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I think what what makes a nickname is that you can't choose it for yourself. No, just like icing. Yeah, yeah, you can't choose. Yeah, I didn't choose Little M, uh, but it's uh, it's there forever. How about you, Jackie? Did you have a nickname? No, I never had a nickname. I guess my name is always a nickname because it's Jackie and my full name is Jacqueline. But I really wanted people to call me Apple Jacks uh, for a while. <laughs> and I really, I was really into Apple Jacks, uh, both the cereal and the nickname, and it never stuck. Mm. There's, You know what? I'm not sweet enough. Yeah, Apple Jacks is kind of, you have to be kind of like a scrappy little tomboy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was scrappy. Yeah, I'll bet you were scrappy. I was, just more, I was more like a raccoon, though. <laughs> <laughs> Although Applejacks is a really cute name for a raccoon. Applejacks is a wonderful name for a raccoon, I agree. Applejacks oh is a God. cereal that I will, when I was pregnant, I, I started buying those six packs of the little grandma-sized cereal, you know? Mm-hmm. And I liked all of them, but I didn't want to eat the Applejacks. Applejacks are terrible. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually had Applejacks. It freaks me out a little bit. I know that's like the whole- <laughs> The concept of Applejacks freaks you out? I don't know what it's, I mean, the whole, and I hate to even say it because the commercial was like, what does it taste like? And all the kids sitting on this to be like, it tastes like apples. So I feel like I'm subject, I've, I've been succumbed to the advertising, but I just look at this box that's still in my pantry and I'm like, what does it taste like? And I don't know what it tastes like, and I don't know what it means that it tastes like apples. It's cereal. It can't taste like apples. I don't, yeah, it doesn't, right? Is it like how Cheerio, like Cheerios, personally, not a Cheerios fan, I think it has a weird taste. I love Cheerios. Everybody loves Cheerios. I don't know why. I feel like it tastes like bread. Yeah, I love bread. <laughs> I do bread. love bread, but I've never just eaten bread. Like, I, I dip bread in things. I put cheese on bread. I, I don't want just bread. I'll, I'll just sit and eat bread. I'll just sit and eat it like a few slices of white bread. I used to I do that when I was a kid. Still do that. Man, I went down to Texas for our Texas tour. I bought a whole loaf of Mrs. Baird's bread and I just ate it. Just plain white bread. Yeah, but it's special bread. It's special back home, like regional bread. Uh-huh. Yeah. What kind of bread is it? Like a potato bread? Yeah, it's just white bread. They put a lot of sugar in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes good bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mrs. Baird's bread from the Mrs. Baird's factory in Abilene, Texas. Or, excuse me, from the Mrs. Bear's factory in Abilene, Texas. There it is, Marcus. Yeah, you get that heritage. Yeah, they used to take kids, uh, the big field trip uh, that you'd take when you were in like third or fourth grade is you get to go to the Mrs. Bear's factory in Abilene. Oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. I missed it, though. I was sick that day. So you've been you chasing that back. feeling ever since. <laughs> yeah, you're an adult now. You could take yourself on a tour at the bread factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the next time we go home. I'm like, guys, sorry. I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. I know I not only make it home like once a year, but I got to leave early. We got to go to the Mrs. Baird's factory. We, we got to go to the bread factory. We got to go to the bread factory. I have to take that tour. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it smells so good. Mm-hmm. It does smell good. And if you go to the outlet, you can get like free loaves of bread, like two for what? one. Yeah, because they're old. I'm fine with old bread. <laughs> I'll turn it into other shit. Man, you talking about the Apple Jacks is, uh, man, the, I don't know if you've watched commercials as of late, but the way that they advertise to children is already, I mean, we all know, our entire lives, they really gun it home, especially around the holidays. Yeah. 
I have to say that our um, our producer Mary sent me this new toy that's on the market that might be the most upsetting toy I've ever seen, and they are called Yellies. They're little spiders. They're cute spiders. And the, the you have to please everyone look up the commercial for Yellies because the more you yell at them, the more they move. And if you <laughs> yell loud enough, they go into, I think it's called freak out mode. Oh my God. So the commercial is just a bunch of little kids just like, ah! <laughs> 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 and like all the reviews are of parents just being like, why would you do this to us? Why would you ever have done this to us? Well, That's I found a great a 50, idea. I found a 15 second spot on YouTube uh, that we can all watch together. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be real fast. Yellies, fuzziest voice-activated spider pets. They're so cute. That's such a good idea for a toy. <laughs> Yellies are the cutest, fuzziest pets that respond to your voice. Each Yellies pet has its own unique look and personality and is full of fun surprises. Voice and sound activated, they respond to talking, yelling, clapping, singing, or even music. The louder you yell, the faster they go. Find your favorite. <laughs> but also, you have to listen to, like, the theme song for Yellies. All right, are we ready to play this? Yeah. Yellies, Yellies, Yellies. Yelling makes the Yellies go. No! <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I hate to be, uh, I never want to give, you know, a surprise away, but I have bought three of them for Henry for Christmas. <laughs> and I am just looking forward to look on my sister and my mother's face as Henry and I run around the house Christmas morning just going, ah, <laughs> ah, these fucking spiders. That is such a great idea for a toy. Kids' toys are so good and constantly getting better it's so upsetting it's i I mean every like i read a review that was just like does this also come with ibuprofen for the parents because can you imagine just having a house filled with them with children running and screaming all day long yeah it's a bad it's a bad did you guys ever it's i don't know why it made me think of this but did you ever have the jabberwocky no you grabbed it by the neck and shook it oh it went (laughs) 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 you were like strangling it (laughs) It was like had a long neck. You were supposed to grab it by the neck and just shake it. And my parents were really disturbed by it. Well, there are six yellies all together. There's Flufferpuff, <laughs> Harry Scoots, Klotzers, Toofy Spooter, Peaks, and Bo Dangles. Tag yourself. I'm Toofy Spooter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might be a Bo Dangles. Maybe I'm a Flufferpuff. Ooh. Yeah, because I bought... Flufferpuff, I bought Klutzers, and I bought Bow Dangles. Yeah. And just because I was like, Bow Dangles, at least call it Bow Jangles. No. Come on. No, no, no. Dangles. Like, because a spider dangles on its web. Uh huh. <laughs> See, I like that, even though the rest of them have nothing to do with being a spider. Well, Harry Scoots. I like that one. <laughs> I want to be Harry Scoots. You be Harry Scoots. I, I mean, also, be yelling. It has nothing to do with spiders. 
You know, it's not like if you yell at spiders, they run. <laughs> I think that means you hate the spiders. I think you don't want the spiders to come towards you if you're yelling at the spiders. That's the whole point is that you yell and the spiders go. Oh. They go away. But I guess, uh, but I think that if, apparently, it's supposed to go towards the sound of your voice, but I don't think it actually works like that. But I am very excited. Wow. To play with them. I am so in awe of the fact that you know about this. I feel out of touch. It would, no, Mary sent it to me and she was just like, Jesus Christ, can you imagine what the parents have to go through? And I was immediately like, buying it! I'm going to buy it! And I was like, this is why it's probably for the best I don't have children. Because I think I would make them more like upset with the toys than they would actually make me. Yeah, you just give it to your kid, and then you're just like, see, see, ah! <laughs> God, they actually trademarked the phrase, the louder you yell, the faster they go. <laughs> Damn, good for them. Yellies, yellies, yellies! Whoa, have fun and change the volume of your voice. Talk quietly, yellies move slower. Talk loudly, yellies move faster. Each yellies character is unique. Oh, my God. Oh, and if your yellies don't hear anything for a few moments, it'll surprise you with a secret move. Interesting. <gasps> what is does that mean? Well, that's an incentive to be quiet for a few minutes. Oh, uh, and they don't call them spiders. They call them spooters. Spooters. That's toot, tooty spoot. That's me. <laughs> that's my name. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very, um. Ooh, they got more. There's there's also frizz. There's what? wiggly wriggles. Uh, there's fuzzbo, toots, webbington, and Lil blinks. Lil Blinks. Oh, Lil Blinks. <laughs> Wait, where are you reading these? I want all of them. I'm going to yellies.com. Got to catch them all, Jackie. <laughs> I got, oh my God, I have to, oh God, I think I have to get them all. That's what I said, though. I told Mary, I was like, if I spend $100 on Yellies, I should probably be committed. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason for me to buy that many Yellies for something that you're just going to play with for a day. You could go out to a nice dinner or you could have all the Yellies. Mm -hmm. I mean, Yellies are forever. Oh my God, there's so many other yellies coming in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Well, I'm excited, guys. So, uh, I, you know, and it comes with a battery in it. I'm going to be screaming at this. It just makes me think of when Henry got me that damn Furby oh. for Christmas a couple of years ago when I hated it. And it was when Furbies were like the hot toy. So I don't know how much he fucking spent on this goddamn Furby that I didn't want. And I hate Furbies because they never shut up. Is it like a Tamagotchi? Do you have to care for it? Yeah, and this was the one that had the, the like digital eyes. Oh yeah, the and clothes. it was just always singing. Be dado boop. Was that the song that it sang? Oh, uh, what was it? I think it was be dado boop. Why did you put it back in my head, Marcus? Why would you put that back into my head? Oh my god, and I would like shove it in the closet and be like, shut up. Shut up. See, the thing is that everyone's like, oh, take out the batteries. 
but you have to use one of the tiny screwdrivers to get the battery out. And I remember when I got back to New York after going home to Florida, I didn't have a tiny screwdriver. And I kept forgetting to go out and buy a tiny screwdriver to take the battery out. And then it would go all night long. There was nothing you could do. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing you could do. I would throw it against the wall and it was still, and it would be like, stop it. Stop. You shut up. And then I, that's when I realized maybe I should never have a baby. <laughs> the reason for the little screws, I've been coming up against this in my own life. It's so that kids and babies can't, you know, take out the batteries. Mm-hmm. But all of Freddie's things that have batteries, they all have those tiny screws. And I've got the opposite problem where she's got this little fish TV where it has lights and little fish that swim around. And it was the battery and it can calm her and the batteries were broken and they were stuck inside there and I was like ripping it out with my bare hands trying oh to get the God, damn battery case awful. off. Yeah, because I didn't have a teeny tiny screwdriver. Well, I guess we're going to have to buy multitudes of teeny tiny screwdrivers. <laughs> I still don't have one. It's not like I need it. I don't need it for anything. But that makes sense of why I guess, it, but it's like I have a hard enough time trying to get like my weed candies out of the bags here because everything is childproof now, but it's also cheaped out adult proof as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they make it very tricky. Yeah, but that's kind of which is fun. that smart. It's a little, it's a little challenge. I don't need an extra challenge. <laughs> She's a very kinky girl, the kind you don't take home to mother. But if and you want to bring her home for the holidays, so shut them legs and keep her mouth clean using the Quip electric toothbrush. It's one of the most gift-guided gifts of the season. When you think of the perfect gift, you probably don't think of an electric toothbrush. But it's perfect for everyone with a mouth, and it's something they'll use twice a day. As a super freak myself, I want to own anything that I can use twice a day, and the only prerequisite is having a mouth. Quip makes holiday travels clean and easy, with a multi-use cover that mounts to mirrors and unmounts to slide over the bristles for on-the-go brushing. Thank Christ I can bring it home with me for the holidays, because the buzz buzzing and the solitude with which I brush amongst will be the most treasured memory from being at home. Quip doesn't require a clunky charger and it runs for three months on one charge. Sounds like I'm going nut crazy over here, but I swear, it's true. It's like Nutcracker. Quip is the gift that keeps refreshing, with brush heads automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. And you can even gift prepaid refills for a year to make sure they're never using old, worn-out, or ineffective bristles. Also, I know this sounds silly, but they always include replacement batteries with every refill, which is amazing, because I never have any extra dang batteries anymore, and it keeps me from crushing the toothbrush into tiny pieces when I'm going through my morning rages. Quip keeps my second most favorite hole as clean as a whippersnippet, and that's saying something coming from this super freak. That's why I love Quip and why they have over 5,000 verified five-star reviews. Quip looks like a big-ticket tech gift with a stocking stuffer price, starting at just 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash page seven right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. But you don't have to tell your giftee that. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash page seven. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash page seven. Let's get into it. Are we talking Jason Momoa right now? Because I think that we are. Yeah, I figured you would want to talk about the Aquaman trailer. 
I mean, you know, let's just be honest here. I don't give a fuck about Aquaman. And I, is it, what is this, like the second or the third one? Uh, it's right? the second appearance. He was in the Justice League movie before. It's just that he's out and doing a bunch of interviews right now talking about how much he loves his wife, Lisa Bonet, uh, which is delightful. But so, as you know, Lisa Bonet was married to Lenny Kravitz for a long time, and they bored the child, Zoe Kravitz, who is very hot, looks just like Lisa Bonet. Yeah, and was in, um, she was the one in um, Big Little Lies, right? Yeah, baby. So hot. They're just, I mean, mother and daughter both so absolutely attractive. But Jason Momoa is going on this whole, like, interview spree right now for Aquaman, and apparently he's really good friends with Lenny Kravitz, her ex. He even had rings made for both of them to wear, and then they took an Instagram picture together because, like, they're brothers, yeah. and he ca they call each other brother, which, uh. I mean, I don't know. Isn't that, it's got to be weird, right? I don't know. They're all weird people. They're all, like, super high, you know, high-powered celebrities. Those are people are not like you and I. I know, and they say in Us Weekly, the celebrities are just like us, but we know different. Yeah. But you're saying you don't want a guy you used to boink with hanging out with a guy that you're currently boinking. I do understand, but I, I guess what it is that, like, Jason Momoa is so open about his sexuality with his wife, which is fucking awesome, that, like, how as an ex-husband can you do it? You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. It's not so much that, like, I get it. I mean, my mom and her ex-husband are very good friends now, years and years and years later. But, like, to be friends with their other partner... Yeah, are your dad and your mom's ex-husband really good friends? I mean, they're fine with each other, but I can't imagine them having aloha pictures taken together. Uh-huh, calling each other you brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I think that... that it would be weird. But then he also came out uh, in an interview talking about how he had loved Lisa Bonet since he was eight years old and had been trying desperately to meet her and get her to go out on a date with him until he was 26, I believe, when he met her. Huh. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't think I like that. Right? And you know I love Jason Momoa, and he is just so big, and he's so masculine, he's so attractive. But we don't need to bring our childhood crushes into our current relationships. I think that that can just be two things that we don't connect. I mean, we know what happened with Mariah Carey and fucking Nick Carter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if I ever fucked George Clooney, would I be like, I've had a crush on you since I was a child? No, because I don't want him thinking about that. Yeah. You know, it's just an awkward thing to say. It yeah. can be true. I wouldn't want Tiffany Amber Thiessen thinking about, like, my, like, 12 year old boner yeah right Nobody no also I said that. Nick Carter but I meant Nick Cannon two very different people <laughs> <laughs> it was close it was close <laughs> I immediately as it came out of my mouth I was like that's not right that's not right that's not right <laughs> you idiot uh, but you know I guess that means that they're gonna be together forever though does it right no no <laughs> how long they've been together now 13 years that's not, that's not bad. I, I, I do think that he should leave his childhood crushes out of it. Nobody wants that. Uh, maybe she did. It's, if he's talking about it in people, I mean, I'm sure he told her by now. Yeah. Well, he said that he waited until after their second child was born to tell her. Ugh. Which I think is actually kind of cute. To be like, I had a crush on you since I was a kid. I guess that's okay. I mean, in an age difference, I guess that's possible. I just feel like in an age, age differences are totally fine, but like, 
immediately highlighting them and being like, I, when I was a child, this was how I felt about you. And you were, I don't know, I, I guess, again, I just keep thinking to what I'll say when I sleep with George Clooney, and I just don't want to bring up my childhood to him. Because he also knows that you probably watched him on the TV. Yeah, right. You know? Right. But just imagine being like, three bottles of wine deep. Yeah. I feel like at some point for me it would come up and be like, you know, man. Yeah. Woo! No, that's I would And if I, I was wanted if it. I was married to George Clooney, it would probably I'd probably get drunk and be like, "Man, when I was in third grade, I would watch ER and you were the first man I ever loved." I mean, he was so good with kids. I know exactly. He was a pediatrician. Wait, so, okay. But you were a kid. Yeah. So Saying he's really good with kids, and you were watching him with kids. He was just nice and trustworthy, Marcus. I do think you would trust him. You would just trust him. It's different. It was that like I could see him being my husband. Yeah, in my imagination, I was an adult. Ah, okay. And yeah, and he was just so kind. I was sitting next to somebody on the train yesterday who was watching a movie. I couldn't even figure out what movie it was, but it was a movie with George Clooney in it, and I couldn't stop staring at the screen because I. all these years later, and I still can't stop looking at him. I mean, he's George Clooney. I'm about the same way with Winona Ryder. With Winona Ryder, and that's the yep, yep, yeah, that's and Christina my, Ricci. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. Did you see the uh, Winona Ryder Keanu Reeves rom com that just came out? No. Oh, why would I? Uh, but, but Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it is Christmas time, which I feel like is usually the time when I rewatch Little Women. Though, have you seen that version of Little Women? No. 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 Why you would I? You would probably because it's Winona <laughs> Ryder. I watch everything. Well, I mean that's not true. I don't watch the Aquaman just because Jason Momoa was in it. I don't get it. I don't care. I'll just watch scenes of Cole Drago over and over again. When, Paul Drago? I never say it right. When we were watching Stranger Things, Gideon just just kept being like, Winona Ryder is just such a good actress. And he thought he was being so subtle. And finally well, I was like, I get it. You've you wanted to sleep with her for decades. I understand. And he was like, what? How did you know? But he was. So then maybe I could help raise a tw- 13-year-old boy. I don't know. And maybe I haven't really thought about it, but maybe I could. I don't know. He seems like a really. A good he actress. seems like such a good kid. He seems like such a good kid. <laughs> I do. I love it. I, I I feel like you get caught doing that because I try not to be like hubba 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 at everything that I watch when I'm watching things with my goth daddy. But um, we were when we were watching Haunting of Hill House, and he just kept talking about how like how like all of the girl like all the women in it were just like they really looked like sisters and they mm-hmm. were all such good actresses and it's like yeah I get it you want to <laughs> fuck all of them of course you want to fuck all of them I completely understand yes I want to fuck all of them yes yeah same oh. with Winona Ryder I'm like listen I understand that people who grew up in Generation X have been thinking about Winona Ryder for a long ass time mm. and she's gorgeous and she always has been so I totally get it but it is just, that's like how I used to I would watch ER and be like well I just think George Clooney is a fantastic actor and I like, was not <laughs> fooling anybody range. what a range on that man <laughs> I wasn't fooling anybody we know better now it's okay <laughs> did you see did you see that the, the woman that plays Theo Kate Siegel who's she's married to um the director of Haunting of Hill House. Oh, really? 
who also did Hush, which she is the like one of the only people in Hush as well. And she had a baby recently, and she named her Theo. Wow. wow. I don't know why I hate that. Yeah. I why think- does <laughs> I hate that? I think- See, I think that Theo is a great name for a little girl. It's a great name that for a little girl. That is a strong name. I love it, but I think that naming your child after a character you played in a Netflix series <laughs> is a little bit odd. What's the significance yeah. of my name, mother? Well, I had a role <laughs> in 2018. Although, to be fair, it is a pretty great role to base her off of. Pretty good role. Yes, that's true. And I agree that all those women look like sisters. It was crazy. Yeah, they did a re- really good job with that. How, yeah. how do they do that? Yeah. I mean, my sister was named Jessica after uh, the movie Play Misty for me. Weird. And I'm Really well, weird. Yeah. yeah, and then my mom was just like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I thought it was just like a great character. I was like, is that... I think that's a weird thing, though, right? I guess it's it's not naming it after a character. It's naming it after a character that you played. I mean, I would just name all my kids. I want to do a George Foreman. Just name them all Jackie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want them all. I just want them. It's like, you are of my likeness. You are all me. I don't know if I could ever do the junior. Marcus Parks Jr. sounds weird. I don't know. Think I think so? it has a nice ring to it. Yeah. I mean, I think that you could. I think you could do it, Marcus. No, <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, get over here. Marcus. God damn it! <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty that, good. That's not, I that think feels, it makes that sense. Feels, that kind of feels good. Feels it feels at yeah. all. <laughs> Marcus, I swear to fuck. Go, uh, ah, huh. Hmm. That and also why I would always want I have always wanted to name a, a child of mine after my siblings because I've been used I'm so used to screaming their names in anger for so many years that it would just it would come naturally. Uh-huh. Henry! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to yell Henry. It's very easy. I do it all the time. And he's like, please don't shout at me. I guess you could sim- but then you're gonna like I always call the cats. The baby's name and the baby the cat's name. I don't even have more than one baby right now, you know. But if I ever have more than one baby, I know I'm gonna mix them up. Like, yeah. I I think that no matter, even if you name your child Henry and the only other person you ever hang out with is Henry, somehow you're still gonna call him by the wrong name. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's fine. You know, I know that my brain's not that strong. I just feel like there's only so much space for new names in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm done. I think the Theo thing is cute. I think Theo is a great name. And I think that it's totally fine if you want to give your child a name uh, based on a role that you had on a Netflix series in 2018. Yeah, like naming her Selena Gomez-Flor. There is a new Selena show coming out on Netflix, guys. Yeah, now, what's the deal with this? Is this a, is it like a fictionalized type of thing? It will. The whole uh, like Quintanilla family is uh, all of the executive producers of the show, ah. so it's going to be the real life depiction of her growing up and coming to fame. So, it, like with them like signing off on everything, but it's ah. not a documentary; it's a narrative. So it's going to be the truest story that's ever been told. Did ah. they not sign off on the Edward James Almost movie? I guess not, but at the same time, I don't. I think that like. They want it to be a little more, like, not as Hollywood. Uh, with, like, like a dude not as hot as that guy. And, like, you know, it's like, I feel like they, they want to make it more realistic. Uh, not, not singing somewhere over a rainbow in a Mexican food restaurant. I mean, I think that she may have done... I've seen some, like, videos of them when they were kids. But at the same time, I just... I think that... 
I, the only problem that her father had wasn't just about the bustier. <laughs> you know, I think that there was more. I think there was. A, it's not a bustier. It's a bra. It's a bra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. Um, there's, of course, lots of talks of who's going to play Selena. And uh, one of the names being thrown around, word on the street, is Cami Mendez from Riverdale. Guys. Interesting. I don't know if she's, I mean, I hate to say it. I don't know if she's got the pipes for it. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think that you have to hit to say that. We saw <laughs> Riverdale the musical. She was okay. She's okay. Yeah, but I don't think that she's bad. I just, I mean, Selena is a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. right. And, 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 you know, J-Lo is more than okay in yeah, terms of portraying yeah. somebody who is a famous singer. Dude, I mean, J-Lo did a fucking great job exactly. in that movie. I just don't, I mean, it would be hard to follow, to play a character that is Selena and then played by J-Lo and then be like, me, 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 hello, here I go to sing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I, that, and also talking Selena Gomez, which... That could work. I think that she could do a great job. Yeah, that could work. But this is all, of course, complete speculation. They might. I, I think that it would be best if they got an unknown. Yeah, I think that that's right. I, I, you know, when it comes to singers and dancers in Hollywood movies or not Hollywood movies or whatever TV shows, just get people who can sing and dance. You don't need to get famous actors and then teach them to dance. Just get people who can sing, yeah. and people who can dance, and those, so a lot of those people also can act. Ugh, like La La Land. Yeah, La started. La Land pisses me off. There are so many good dancers in the world. Just cast some dancers, or better yet, some people who can dance and act. There are many of them. Yes. Oh, man, I just realized, I think I had Ryan Gosling in a dream last night. I saw The Notebook not too long ago. You know what, guys? Holds up. <laughs> I'll bet I'll bet it holds up. I'm sure I it's, would react exactly the same way to it now as I would have when it first came out. So, yeah. Ah! <laughs> was, it, was it disdain? Uh, is it a story? <laughs> I would say extreme disdain and boredom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great love story. I can't even tell you the end. Yeah, I don't even it's remember really the story. And then like, there's a mailbox, and then the stuff gets sent to the mailbox, and then it's How in the past. How dare you? That's the that's the house on the lake. What is it? Lake house? <laughs> is that lake house? That, that's Keanu. I thought that's what the notebook was. It was the mailbox, and then there was an astronaut. No. Oh, no, that's Terms of Endearment. Ah. Uh. The astronauts, that's the one with uh, Shirley MacLaine and... Jack Nicholson. No, the notebook is when it's the story of these two people that fell in love in the 50s and then life pulled them apart and then they got back together after like he redid this huge house for her. I know it's a And house. she comes back to him even though she's with <laughs> James Marsden who is in the war and she leaves James Marsden for him. But the story is being told by, it's James Garner and I forget the other, the woman in it. Oh, what's her name? Anyway, a spoiler alert, guys! Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Notebook and you don't want to know the end, people stop have, listening people right have now had for the time. next minute. Yeah, I think people have had enough time. If you give a shit about the Notebook, you've seen it by now. And so it's told by, by these old people reading out of a journal. Turns out, in the end, the old people are them. 
old and she has dementia and she can't remember. So he lives in the old people's home with her and tells her the story of their love every day because he can't let her forget. And then like, there's a glimpse at the end when she remembers who he is and then she kisses and she's like, I'm so, I've been so scared. I've been so scared. And then she's, and then it goes back into the dementia and then it's just him sobbing and sobbing. And then in the end they die. Yeah, the fuck is the point of that? It's very sad. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me it's not worth fighting for. I can't help it. There's nothing I want more than Robinhood which is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy, because everything they do, they do it for you. Ah, why was that the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves theme song? Need a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence? The way Maid Mary needed them knickers down her ankles to seduce a man, robbing from the rich and giving to the poor holes? Use Robinhood. You can learn by doing, which is exactly how I learned by the age of 16, that experience makes the nuts all loose and in need of a bolting. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds. And there's custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. See, I still can't figure out how to use Snapchat because I'm a dinosaur person looking for a high place to chomp on leaves. I'm a Bronte baby. Please don't kill my mother and turn her into oil. Is that what happens in Land Before Time? But Robin Hood's design actually makes sense to me. The design is simple and intuitive, and it never allows anyone to see my drunken kiss mistakes for the following 24 hours of shame. If I make a silly choice, hey, I'm just learning through investing. Not trying to destroy the carefully built house of cards of emotions I live in. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at page7.robinhood.com. That's page7.robinhood.com. Yeah, we'll fight for you. I'll lie for you. Walk the wire for you. Yeah, I'd die for you. All right, it's time for the list. It's time for the list, god damn it. Who's on the list? Things you might not know about gremlins. <laughs> I rewatched Gremlins the other day. And um I don't I usually watch Gremlins in a group of people and haven't paid attention to to it in years. Do yourself a flavor. Watch Gremlins. It's a fantastic movie. And then do yourself another flavor. And then it's a whole different flavor to taste. Gremlins 2. Uh-huh. God, I love Gremlins 2. I don't know <laughs> Gremlins 2 at all. Uh. <laughs> it's got Lady Gremlin, you know? Yes, Lady, Gremlin, Lady Gremlin. Brain Gremlin, which is a very a highly underrated movie, uh, horror movie villain. Uh, Gremlins 2 is fantastic. All right. It's It's so funny and it's so smart and all I kept thinking of watch while watching gremlins was how much fun the puppeteers must have had yeah, yeah. because 
They're just given free reign and they were made so uniquely and so adeptly that like every state, like every scene setting of them and what they're doing and every single gremlin is involved. Mm -hmm. And it's just joke, 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 joke. Yeah. And Christopher Lee's in it. Who's the adult real human who we say looks like Lady Gremlin? Oh. Me? <laughs> I thought that there's somebody who we always talk about who looks like Lady Gremlin. Well, uh, Lindsay Lohan has definitely been <laughs> involved in uh, Lady Gremlin territory. A lot of people kind of shuffle off into Lady Gremlin territory I after a while. Yeah. Way. Yeah, that's just where plastic surgery always eventually veers into is Lady Gremlin. Uh-huh. That's my goal, guys. Well, in the original Gremlin script, uh, the uh, gremlins were supposed to eat Billy's dog and cut off his mother's head. Whoa, that's awesome. Would have loved that. That would have been fucking great. Dude, but also Billy's mother knocks it out of the park in that scene when they're all attacking her in yeah. the kitchen. Yeah. She's just like, murder, and murder. When she takes that knife and just like stabs it, stabs it, stabs it, stabs it, stabs it. It's like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, because it just keeps throwing shit at her. And it just stabs it to death. Mm-hmm. Well, and apparently the uh, gremlins were inspired by a mouse infestation here in New York City. Because <laughs> Christopher Columbus wrote that movie. You know, that did Home Alone and, you know, the first Harry, couple of Harry Potter movies oh. and all that. Interesting. You know, I decided this year that I want to rewatch Home Alone because I, for whatever reason, I love that movie, but I never, it never makes it into my annual holiday rotation. And I think I got to do it. You should do it. It also hold. I mean, it's great. It's it's definitely one of those classics for a reason, for sure. But also in watching Gremlins, I didn't realize the other idea of what Gremlins are, and I never realized. Um, Jeff had pointed this out to me that that's why they only deal with technology because of the idea of like gremlins fucking up technology and referring to it as like oh it's gremlins mm-hmm. yeah because uh, gremlins is a term that came from uh, World War II's that when something would fuck up on an airplane they'd say the gremlins did it uh... I didn't put it together that I was like oh my god they only fuck with technology in mm-hmm. the movie like in the first movie it's all like it's all electrical shit and it's like Phew. yeah and in Gremlins Brain 2 exploded. as well yeah Gr- Gremlins 2 because they uh, invade Clamp Tower and the entire thing is automated because Clamp the TV network yeah the TV network yeah because like Clamp is uh, like the movie was made in what like 89 or something like that and the yeah. character of Clamp is like kind of a parody of Trump but like smarter uh-huh. uh, but it's like a guy who just puts his name on everything Super rich, very uh, full of himself, and all that. Uh-huh. Uh, and this, yeah, and this is like fucking 1989. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're in an automated office building, the office building of the future. <laughs> fire, man's oldest enemy. <laughs> That's the fire alarm. The fire alarm is the guy going, Fire, man's oldest and oldest greatest enemy. enemy. The great destroyer is now engulfing this building. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so damn smart. What is the name of the dude that's like the quintessential 80s villain that's in Scrooge as the producer? He's also in Gremlins too. It's uh John Glover. John Glover, the guy that plays Clamp? Yeah, man. Yeah. John yeah, John Glover. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's just <sighs> cuz he's not necessarily a, he's not necessarily a villain in the uh in the in the movie like uh-huh. he's just a he's a businessman uh-huh. yeah he's just straightforward I mean honestly I guess he's he's also not a villain in Scrooge and in watching Scrooge this year I mean it is true it's like he's the only one really trying to do his job yeah he's just trying to get work done and he ends up getting the shit beat out of him and almost dies <laughs> yeah Oh, I had a Scrooge moment. I was trying to do recording in here, and there was just like, there was all these like, beep, beep, beep. And I was just like, 
Will you please hold <laughs> the goddamn hammering? <laughs> yep, dealing with that in my apartment right now. They're doing <sighs> construction work on the first floor, and it is a constant intermittent drill uh, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Every Uh-oh, single do you day. Love it? Uh, and uh, not sure what they're doing with one tool for that long, <laughs> constantly, without s- cease. Marcus, what you don't know about tooling is you get out a wrench and it's like, man, I'm a target. <laughs> and you, you give me a nail and it's like, twack, twack, twack. Yeah, you gotta hit it. <laughs> I know about, I know about tooling. You know all <laughs> you about it. Fucking... You really sound like you know all about tooling. <laughs> Tool time. <laughs> all right, it's time for Blind Out Oops. Oh, we, we can't, can't see, see him. him. All right, listen. Listen to this one right here. Apparently, this former A-minus list, mostly television actress, from a hit network show turned not getting a lot of roles, turned A-minus lister again with another hit show, which is Mm -hmm. ending soon. What? Okay, okay, okay. I'll go through it again. Okay. Okay. This former... A minus list, mostly television actors from a hit network show, turned not getting a lot of roles, turned A minus lister again with another hit show, which is ending soon. Okay. Is Julia Louise Dreyfus, but continue. No. Is <laughs> being groomed to take over the leadership of the cult that you all know. So it's Scientology. Leah Ramini. No, oh no. She was not Leah Ramini, she's out. She's out. Maybe she'd flop back. Maybe she'd flop she's back. She's not A minus. Okay. Hot. 2000s redhead. Nicole Kidman? No. TV redhead. TV, TV redhead. redhead. Scientologist. At that. Hot, tall, redheaded Scientologist. Not Elizabeth Moss. No. And it's not the female gremlin. Hot, tall. <laughs> hot, tall, redheaded Scientologist. Mm-hmm. We know she's a Scientologist. We've we know about she's her a before. Scientologist. And she was in a TV show with another famous Scientologist. Kirstie Alley. No. The TV show she was in, the 2000s TV show that she was in, she was in it with another Scientologist who has since kind of been shuffled away because of his uh, horrific uh, actions. Oh, her no. Yeah, Dan Masterson. Yeah. Oh, um, Peppon, Laura Peppon, Laura Peppon, Peppon, Laura Peppon, Oh man, see that would make so much sense. Right? Yeah, she's the redhead. She's the well. I guess she's got black hair and orange is the new black. That's okay. Yeah, I guess she's yeah. Yeah. Yes. Who just had a baby with um. With Squashy Face, mm-hmm. Squashy Face Ben, Ben yeah. something. Yeah, they're grooming her for new for like a big leadership role. I think she's like becoming the new Leah Remini. Dude. Yeah, because she's sexy as fuck. She is sexy as fuck. She looks reasonable. Uh huh. She sounds reasonable. She doesn't have crazy eyes at all. She has sensual eyes. Yeah. That's the she problem. Is that like Juliette Lewis, she's got crazy eyes. Yes. Kirstie Alley, crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. Yeah, but Laura Prepon. Sultry. Oh. She's so beautiful. Yeah, she could be their secret She's weapon. Yeah, she really so could be. Beautiful. Yeah, you put her and Beck together on the road. Woo, yeah, Beck man. is the hardest Dude. one, man. Yeah, he was raised in so we can forgive him. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like if she said, I'll kiss you if you join Scientology, I would say yes. That's what I would say to Beck for sure. Uh, it, yeah, if you I'll if you join Scientology for six months, I will kiss you for a minute and a half. Sure. <laughs> I do it. Yeah. 
Sure. I would be like, I don't think I have the money for it, but if you want me, yeah, I'll yeah. fucking do it. I'll come to classes. Yeah, I'll talk for hours. She's definitely a lot hotter than David Miscavige, so I feel like it makes sense. Yeah. And Miscavige, I think he's going to be in back in the background for a while. People are really starting to make a lot of noise as to where's your wife been for nine years and uh, that whole uh, uh, caboodle. Ha! He's already on the outskies, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah, Elizabeth Moss was also born into it, right? Yeah, she was also born into it. Because it's so strange that she's the face of The Handmaid's Tale and also part of an oppressive cult. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's Hollywood for Holly Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, that is Holly Weird, isn't it? <laughs> Another blind item today. This A-list mostly movie actress is basically inviting her husband to sleep with other women. She thinks it will be good for her marriage. Yeah, worked out well in her first one, didn't it? Lisa, is it Lisa Bonet? It's not Lisa Bonet, no. narrow it down. (gasps) Who'd be goofy enough to think that her husband sleeping with other women would be good for the marriage? Again, narrow it down. How A-list? We're talking A-list. We're talking definitely A-list. What do you say, movies? Movies, yeah. Movie A-list that her husband would do well with. I know it's not Jada Pickett-Smith because I've been watching Red Table Talks. Mm -hmm. Goofy. Mm. The goofiest of the goofy. I mean, I just keep thinking. My problem is, I'm stuck for some reason in Lisa Kudrow territory. <laughs> no, Lisa no. Ah, I mean, fa- I, famous at around the same time, yeah. And also, it's just something about the goofy. I keep thinking. I think goofy. I think Lisa Kudrow. Gwyneth well, Paltrow. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, that's more of the goofy I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean goopy? Goopy. <laughs> is that what you mean? Goopy. See, that makes sense. Because they don't even, they don't live in the same um, city at all. Hmm. He lives far away, and I think that that is her key to um, having a great marriage, is never seeing them and, and pretending like you're not married. Ah, that is the key to a great marriage. That sounds like it it'd work really well. It seems like it. Yeah. It seems like it's pretty great. If you can, you know what I say? If you could take the heat. Stay in the kitchen. Stay in there. I think it's great. <laughs> Stay in there. For you. Make, bake some cakes. Cook some eggs. Yeah. Doesn't she have a real hot husband now? Who, who's Goopy's husband? He's some dude. He's like he's a billionaire. He's like a big like producer or something. I don't know. He looks very. Uh, like oh. I wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup. Oh, okay, I thought for some reason that she had really like upgraded since Chris Martin. Nah. Oh God, no! <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I think oh, he's a Lord. producer of American Horror Story. I'm fairly sure. Yeah, he's a screenwriter, director, producer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he can sleep with whoever he wants. Not me. He's fine. He's definitely fine. I like his hair. It's a little. St- I mean, I think it's definitely a step up from. The, from Chris Martin. God, there's actually an article on Goop entitled How Goopy is Brad Falchuk. Uh, Brad Falchuk is her husband. Uh-huh. He- actually, you know what? I take it back. I'm looking at one particularly good picture of him in a white tuxedo. And usually white tuxedos don't tickle my downstairs fancy. But he's rocking it. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I'd, st- I'd stick it. Oh, yeah. That's a good picture. That's a good picture. Yeah, there's some good pictures. Definitely, again, better than Chris Martin, in my personal opinion. Chris Martin's just not my type. Yeah. Yeah, also, Chris Martin's plain. Again, another one that you couldn't pick up out of line. I mean, remember the Super Bowl show? Yes. I mean, good Lord. Have they, <gasps> have they decided that yet? What What was the... Are they doing Maroon 5 this year or something? Oh. 
No, I forgot. I think that they announced it. It's going to be Bruno Mars again. I mean, I would definitely watch Bruno Mars again. Yeah, Bruno Mars is fun. You know who should do it is Cardi B. I think that she's too um, yeah. too all over the place right now. Yeah, it's Maroon 5. Is it really? Ugh. Yeah, it's actually Maroon 5. Ugh, what a missed opportunity. I thought it was like a bunch of different people. Migos? No, they're not that cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, Migos is fine. Yeah, but... Migos is pretty. I actually really like Migos. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I like Migos too. Yeah, Migos is all right. I think it should be Cardi B. Uh, she's on the short list for a special guest appearance. Good. I mean, she's got to be there. She's all over the fucking place right now, especially now that she's single again, guys. Yeah. That happened fast, huh? I read something bad about her on the blind items. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, she's not doing well. Something about an abortion and an overdose, I think. They were going to cart her off to jail. I trust Cardi. Whatever she's doing is right for her. All right, well, I would, I would say a young millionaire is usually pretty <laughs> unstable. I th- yeah, I think she's kind of all over the... I know that she really loves her kid, which is really nice, but also I think outside of that, I think um, the uh, the whole fame and everything is kind of getting into her fucking brain. But I love her. I fucking love Cardi B. I love Cardi B so much. I, did, I guess I'm, I have liked Nicki Minaj for so long that I'm fi- I know that I must like Cardi B because I find myself... You know, I I don't really have a stake in the feud, but I find myself even loving Cardi B despite how much her and Nicki Minaj totally hate each other. Oh yeah, and now I feel bad, but I am also I'm proud of her that she just finally showed a picture of what her baby looks like. She didn't sell out. She didn't sell anything about it. But like, but also there, her she and Offset's love were just like too much. Mm-hmm. You know that shit ain't gonna last, baby. You yeah. know that shit ain't gonna last. But she tried, and I'm proud of her. Yeah, Offset's bad, though. Cardi is definitely in the right in this situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be careful with her, you know? God, that's fucking song. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening this week. I don't mean, I'm not going to go on a tear about how much I love Cardi B's outfits and how much I love her music videos very much. Uh, but thank you guys so much for joining us today. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can find me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. My name is Molly Neffel. I'm Marcus Sparks. You can find me on at Marcus Sparks on all the stuff. Yeah, he's at there. Which I very rarely use. Hell yeah. You know why? Because it's a solid name, which is why I say you should have a junior and a third. Marcus! Uh, Marcus! 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 You get over here right now. And if you'd like to join some ladies having a gal pal time on Thursday of this week, we are going to be watching on our Patreon page. We're going to be watching a holiday melody starring a one Mariah Carey, as well as directed by a one Mariah Carey. (laughs) And again, next week we will be having our sibling sing along to Muppet Christmas Carol on Thursday. I believe that's December 20th. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's December. It is December 20th. So thanks so much, guys. And uh, check us out on Patreon. And you know what? Have a delightful damn day. Yeah. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.